6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. In Canada, 1 in 66 children are diagnosed with autism. Autism or autism spectrum disorder is a neurodevelopmental disorder that can impact a person's communication skills, their social interaction and behavior. Not sure you know, but April is Autism Awareness Month and a new effort is underway by Autism Edmonton to help adult autistics with housing and work. Melinda Noyes is the Executive Director of Autism Edmonton. Santana Fibri is the Partnership Development Specialist at Autism Edmonton. Melinda, Santana, welcome to the show. Hi there, thank you for having us. Uh, Melinda, let's start uh, with you. A couple of backgrounder questions. Um, are we getting any closer to knowing, you know, the cause of autism? I don't think we have the answers yet to a cause, but I think the world is certainly starting to understand autism a whole lot better than we used to. Having um, having that understanding makes it so much easier for folks on the autism spectrum to interact with the rest of us and for us to, to provide appropriate supports and services. How have you seen that change over the years, that understanding change? An under, uh, a change in thought from autism as a, dis, as a disability to autism as neurodiversity. People on the autism spectrum aren't necessarily disabled but certainly view the world in a different way. Mm-hmm. Still a ways to go, though, I suspect, with um, oh. is getting, that, getting that message out. Absolutely, and we're always happy to share. <laughs> Melinda Noyes joining me this afternoon. Melinda, uh, let's, let's talk about this project that you're working on. It's a, it's a housing initiative uh, that's being yeah. developed. Tell me about this. In Calgary, there's a housing network called the Aspires Housing Group, and it's a family-based network to support autistic Albertans um, on their journey to live as independently as possible. There are similar groups in Edmonton, um, like the Alberta Independent Living Association um, and other organizations that are working towards housing. But what we've done is we are taking the Aspires model and bringing it provincially. So they've done some fantastic work in... um, collaborating with landlords, with the community to find housing that is appropriate for people on the spectrum. And so we've partnered with Autism Society Alberta and the Sunif Family Foundation in Calgary to um, project this into into a province-wide project. So Melinda, give me an idea when you talk about the, the model being done by uh, Aspires, what does, what does that look like and why is it working so well? Well, particularly because it was started by parents, and often that's the way that things go and and work so well for uh, families experiencing um, issues with autism. So the the Aspires model actually really covers a number of different models. It might be independent living. It might be congregate living, where a number of people live in the same apartment building and share supports or share community. It might be living uh, with a supported roommate. So all kinds of models work and there is no one model that will work for every single person that we support. So so the diversity of housing, um, housing, uh, suitable housing choices, I think, the diversity of housing choices for people on the spectrum is going to be key. And to develop that, um, we're starting in Edmonton, we'll start working with landlords, we'll start working with um, building companies, working with families to talk about what they might be looking for, for their um, their adult children or with 
working with people on the spectrum themselves to find out exactly what they want in terms of appropriate housing. How challenging has it been uh, in recent years to find that appropriate housing? There are a number of barriers to housing and it just makes it more and more difficult as time goes by. Cost is always a factor, but cost is a factor for many people. For people on the autism spectrum, safety is a concern, both physical and psychological safety. So being bullied in your community or being um, feeling unsafe, walking to the grocery store, relationships and connections or lack of those um, in a housing community can be a, a challenge for people on the autism spectrum. And then there's the old um, sensory suitability. So mm. sensitivity to noise and light uh, can can certainly be problematic. So we are working with all of those um, all of those issues and trying to um, identify what might work best for folks that we support. We have four thousand members of Autism Edmonton, and probably just as many different housing scenarios will come up. I'm wondering if, you know, at, at some point, if, if parents might think that, you know, their, their, uh, their, their adult son or daughter who's on the spectrum might just end up living with them for the rest of their lives. And that happens more than more than we like to see. Yeah. So it's a common um, concern from parents who call us and are looking for housing or employment, um, but particularly housing when your your adult child is still living in your basement at 25 and has no prospects for moving out. That can be very challenging on a family dynamic when we're supposed to hit a phase of our lives where we're empty nesters or we're enjoying our grandchildren and we're still supporting children living in our in our home. It can be quite challenging. Melinda, what's the response? But you you, you talk about you know uh, working with landlords uh, working with you know business owners that sort of thing to, to develop this program um, getting some good feedback are, are people interesting interested in wanting to be a part of this absolutely we put out an announcement to people um, to get in contact with us if they were interested in either um, providing housing or finding housing and just to join the conversation about how we might um, move that forward and we had so many responses it was fantastic what about the work part of of all of this as well you know you talk about housing and of course that is you know all of us want that 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 step to get out on our own but also finding meaningful employment has to be key as well Uh, what is the challenge on that front always a challenge Uh, Uh, we work um, really closely with employers to provide um, appropriate linkages for some of our members we're just starting to dig into um, doing employment assessments and supporting people on the autism spectrum with addressing some of the issues that might be causing um, lack of employment or or difficulty keeping a job Um, really it's it's about working for both both sides, both the employee and the employer, helping people understand each other. Well, well, uh, lots of work and a lot of ongoing work, isn't there, on your front? <laughs> it is, but we are very lucky to have a passionate staff here who are very forward-thinking and very positive in, in problem-solving. Uh, it's just a joy to watch the wheels turning in this organization. We'll talk about wheels turning. There's a cycle for Autism Edmonton coming up. Uh, Santana, tell me about the cycle for Autism Edmonton. That was a great segue. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Thank you for so that, Melinda. <laughs>
Oh, yeah, we're very excited. Um, this is the first year we're able to have this event in person again. Obviously, the past two years, it was virtual due to COVID. Um, so with that, you know, we weren't really sure whether or not we were going to be able to have this event in person. And so um, we we found out that we were able to, and it's been kind of a nonstop planning since then. So we're actually celebrating our 13th annual cycle for autism on Sunday, June 5th at Gold Bar Park. Uh, it really is a family-friendly event, um, but it brings a lot of different things to, to the event itself. So we have live entertainment. Uh, we actually have the Avengers Jeep showing up this year, which is pretty exciting. Um, we've got a bunch of kind of outdoor activities, and then, of course, the, the cycle event itself. So we have a competitive bike start time. There's also a run, walk competitive time, and then um, there's just kind of the, the fun bike. So just uh, folks who kind of just want to come participate and hang out for the morning. Yeah, and pretty awesome that all donations are going to be, be uh, matched up to 50% by Shaw Birdies for Kids, which is which is a huge help, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. So our, our goal is 40000 so if we can make that 60000 I think we would just be uh, cheering and skipping around the office here. <laughs> well, you know what? I think if anyone wants to find out uh, more information on, on whether it's the cycle for autism Edmonton or maybe uh, maybe your child has just been uh, diagnosed as being on the spectrum, you're, you're wondering where to turn to the website is a great place to start autismedmonton.org um, great staff over at uh, at that office doing some great work Melinda Santana thank you for joining me this afternoon I look forward to hearing more about this housing initiative and how it works out in the coming months thank you Thank you so much for having us. We'll have to stay in touch. Take care. You betcha. Take care now. Melinda Noyes from Autism Edmonton along with Santana Febri. If you want to get in on that cycle for Autism Edmonton again, June 5th at Gold Bar Park.